The expressed views of the guests on this podcast are theirs alone and not necessarily endorsed by the host, TWBC, or any associated sponsor. Conversations that are robust yet balanced, on point and to the point. You are listening to The Talk of Tournament Water Skiing. This is the TWBC Podcast. And now, here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, greetings. Uh, hello once again. Uh, this is uh, Tony Lightfoot, the aforementioned Tony Lightfoot. This is the TWBC Podcast, and glad to have the pleasure of your company once again, where I get uh, to talk uh, to the uh, to the now two-time world slalom champion. That has a nice ring to it, doesn't it, uh, Freddie Winter? Uh, makes me very happy every time I hear it, I can tell you, Tony. It's, um, yeah, it's been on my mind a lot since, what are we, nine days from, from, uh, from a very good day in my life. I'm very, very, very happy. Indeed, indeed. And uh, the, the celebrations kind of start now a little bit, although you kind of had this little va- vacation uh, planned uh, months and weeks and months uh, in advance. Uh, but, but, I mean, uh, let, let me give you the situation where we're at right now. I mean, uh, you're on the other side of the world. I'm here in Zachary, Louisiana, getting ready for the Collegiate Nationals, uh, which uh, which was another phase in your in your skiing career, which uh, which you've definitely covered yourself with glory in 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 that respect. But where am I talking to you from now? I'm sitting in a hostel in uh, Mumbai, India. Uh-huh. Uh, I just arrived this morning. Um, basically, slept all day um, and. Uh, yeah, a bit tired. I, yeah, the, the celebrations did not start today. They started as soon as I landed in England last week. And um, I can tell you that I didn't get much sleep. Uh, I had I had very good friends who don't know much about water skiing, but they were very supportive and they they looked after me, bought me a beer or two, and um, a beer yeah, or two helped me. Yeah, help help me out. Sort of going to bed no earlier than four thirty in the morning for five consecutive nights. <laughs> so it's been a it's been a been a wild week, but. If you're uh, even even my parents who who usually would disapprove of me doing doing this sort of reckless stuff, they said to me, "Well, you know what, Freddie, if you're not going to do it now, then when are you going to do it?" So yeah, <laughs> I've enjoyed myself, and uh, actually, in some ways, oh, I love I think Martin getting and away from... I, I love yeah, them both. So, so do I. Um, well, uh, and in some ways, getting away to you know somewhere remote that I don't really know anyone will, will actually help me be a bit more of a serious human being. I'll, I'll see some more some very interesting stuff, but I'm not going to be. Um, out partying every night which i think is probably a good thing because it's all very tempting right now okay <laughs> so the one the reason why you're out there in in india is because uh, the, uh the country is in the midst of the cricket world cup right now which probably doesn't mean an awful lot for our uh, folks that are listening to his, this uh, state side but uh, for basically two the other two thirds of the world it's a pretty big deal well and especially the con- con- country that i'm in uh, you know, cricket is a is a big ish sport in England, um, and and in Australia and South Africa and New Zealand. But you know, the, really, in in some ways, despite England creating the sport, the home of it is is India and Pakistan, I and mean, it's absolutely huge here as a religion. So when I I've wanted to come to India for a while and, and see a different part of the world, um, but then when I saw in the summer that the World Cup was going to be on right now, I just I was like, well, I mean, if I've I've got to go and do a pilgrimage over there. It's, it's lined up at the right time. England look like they might have a chance. They've done terribly so far, but I'll, I'll see the next three games. I'm missing the India game. I couldn't get a ticket to the India game, which you know, kind of stands to reason with how big it is. But, um, but I'm seeing Sri Lanka, Australia, which is going to be brilliant. And I've got, I'm going to see them against Pakistan. So really exciting. 
Yep, some free mega powers in uh, in cricket or test uh, t- test uh, test nations. But uh, let's go back uh, nine days ago, uh, the World Championships, and uh, you were uh, you were among the among the contenders uh, for the uh, for the for the world uh, World Slalom Championship. Uh, 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 kind of remind me where were you on the starting list? Uh, you were you were fairly soon off the dock, weren't you? I was seventh out of twelve, but I, I didn't think 12, I was representative yeah. of anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, well, I, you know, I've got to be careful what I say, of course, because, uh, you know, there's there's a, uh, a sort of gla- Damocles above me where if I get too um, honest, let's say, but, uh, you know, I, I think I think conditions during the preliminary round were um, were less than ideal with with the, with the sun where it was. And I think, you know, like I said in the interview afterwards, all the skiers after a certain point were just were just trying to survive and get through to the final as opposed to perform um mm-hmm. so i don't you know I, I think i think being being sort of sixth to last that wasn't necessarily where i, where I thought i probably deserved to be i felt really really good out there but you just couldn't see boy two at all which um at least you know, you, i was i was at least yeah, you i mean i managed to get through at least you won't last off in a runoff because because according to the documentary that's the last place you want to be right yeah, well, that, that's true. No, no, that's true. I mean, I, I, I didn't mind being where I was, but it, I, yeah, I mean, uh, without being too spiky, I, I didn't think it was, yeah, like I say, representative of, 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 of how I'd skied in the preliminary round. I actually felt amazing in the preliminary round, but, you know, ran, ran a 10.75 in tailwind, which is not, a, not an insignificant tailwind. I thought it was maybe one of my best of the year, and we had everything lined up. It is an amazing lake. We had, uh, you know, great drivers. I just, just uh, I think it was scheduled wrong um, for, for the the ranked best skiers in the world to be skiing in a into a crazy um what were they calling it on the webcast sunstrike which yeah, basically exactly. just being blind yeah um but yeah, but i mean like you know I, I, and i i wasn't too stressed about it uh, about my placement because i just i i've been skiing so well i mean i don't i don't know what sort of had had changed but right after uh the right before the travers grand prix i, I started just to, to ski really really good and i you know you, i don't you don't really want to vocalize that particularly um too much but i mean you know i've been skiing with the Stadelbauers and the guys over at swiss and i was just i don't think i've ever skied better to be quite honest with you i mean maybe a number of years ago i had a a few streaky bits here and there but i just i just felt so confident i had everything just felt like it was lining up and and so which almost made me more and more stressed because i'm like okay this is this is not something i'm reaching for it's it's closer to the palm of my hand obviously there's other amazing skiers who, who can who can run huge scores but i just felt like well, I'm there, I can, and I can do this. So it put more pressure on me to actually, you know, go and actually do it on the day. Was there so, any? Um, was there any moment uh, from the from the previous uh, results that you had all season? And I mean, you 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 made it onto the podium pretty much every single tournament that you skied in all season long. Every, uh, every, it's only every tournament, mate. Every Sorry, tournament, say, yeah. That, which, which again, 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 it put pressure because I only say that because it put pressure because I'm like, my God, if I go to the world and don't make the podium, it's the biggest tournament, and I didn't make it on the podium after having done it all year. So I felt extra stupid. You know what I mean? So like, as much as all these things are, are very helpful to to you know make you feel good about yourself, that you have the ability, you know, skiing very well and right leading up to the tournament is a good thing, but it puts more pressure in some ways. You get a little bit more stressed. Um, and the same with like having you know a, a season which I really I really felt I accomplished a, a, a good amount. Um, I, I wanted to really finish it on a high. All right then, but I mean when when you when you skied and you got about two thirds the way down ten point two five meters, right? 
you then had to wait, what is it, four or five more skiers to determine where your final placings but, uh, would be. Kind of give us an overview of what that was like, you know, because getting out there and doing it is one thing, and then waiting, waiting to see if that was good enough is quite another thing entirely, right? Absolutely, and I tell you what, I mean, I was so, so, so unbelievably mad myself that I, I ran four having, I mean, I think I, I, I was knocking down that pass a lot in practice. And I don't think I've ever fallen from four to five like that at any pass, you know, having been in such good shape. So it, to me, it felt like I'd massively choked. If the first bad turn I had of the whole set was probably four or 25, which is my onside. And just, it, you know, it's a turn that I, I always make. Now, five, not necessarily, but, I, but five is a lot more of a sure thing than four, especially with, you know, very, very good skiers come after me. So, I mean, not a shame to admit it, but I, I had, um, you know, I had a, couple of tears in my eyes when i was um sitting on the side of the lake there right after i skied i'm like i've just i've just you know dropped the world championship title from my hand if i, I thought if i'd have run 25 which i think it was in very very good shape to do or at the very least run five i had a, a really good chance but it felt like with with those five skiers left you know nate nate runs it more often than not and dane's been running big scores and yeah, we'll, we'll, and Joel ran the whole thing in in the uh, in the first round there so i i i was i was pretty sure i wasn't going to win um, and people started falling. I think you know the, the the key one was when Nate went down. I I just I was like, oh my god. I mean, like that's just because he had a good one. And I that's where I started to. I was pretty relaxed. Um, not relaxed. I mean, I, I wasn't like I didn't really think I had one. I could win the worlds until Nate went down. And then of course there was just Joel after that. And I, Joel is my favorite skier on the dock. Um, you know, in, in most tournaments I've I've known the guy since forever. He's a really really good dude. I've, I've you know, we, I, I pulled up down the lake for many hours um, in the early 2010s. And um, but I have to say, if I, in my head, I'm going, Joel, if you take the world championships away from me when you're an overall skier, I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, you didn't do that. No, you did not do that. No, no. no of course, I, in my head, I'm just like, I'm going to I love him, but I'm going to really struggle to forgive him. He's an overall skier. And he's going to win lots of world overall titles. He's, he's, he's win lots of world jump titles. He's never but been. He's, <laughs> he's never been been on the dock with you in that situation, though, in competition. Though, because I mean, I mean, in all fairness to Joel Poland, his strengths are tricks and jump. Slalom, not so much. But then, but then he kept. But then he produced that elimination round score, and he's finding himself on the dock right now. You know, just really waiting for the opportunity to take all you guys down well as soon as he went down in tricks which was a very very sad moment i mean for for a lot of us who are big fans of joel uh, i i was like well i wish he'd done that after slalom because I, I don't want him to come and take my place in the final i do i knew he was gonna do something special i knew he was, i knew he was gonna run four i did not think he'd run six um but you know and then again he, he didn't have his best jump round he had a very disappointing jump round in the morning after the rescheduled jump situation and uh i was like well he, he wasn't able to get the overall he had an opportunity to get the overall title um you know if he'd have jumped 71.6 meters whatever it was and he had it which he's capable of and he had an opportunity to to win jump or at least on the podium jump and he ended up disappointed and i mean i know i know the guy he's he is an absolute animal uh, one of the strongest people um, in his mind that, that I know, especially when it comes to water skiing. So I was a bit concerned that he might, you know, he might just take it out something on you. Huge. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, and, and again, I mean, this is a guy that's my friend, so you feel awful, but I mean, you know, I've been all my life to be in a championship final, right? Um, so I was 
you know, I, mean, I, 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 uh, I, I was, well, let's just say I was happy to win the World Championships when, I, when, when it came up that he, didn't, that he didn't beat me. All right, then. So you win the World Championships, you know. I mean, the instant that you, that you knew that, that, uh, that Joel Poland had come up short, and what was it, on 10.75 metres? Uh, or 10.25. He, he, ran, he ran two inside of three. Yeah, exactly. Inside three at, uh, at uh, 10.25 metres. Uh, what was that immediate emotion like? Well, I mean, I was, like I say, I was so stressed. I mean, it's exactly the same as 2017, right? So I went out middle of the pack. Um, and then actually that day I got a, I got a good score uh, that I thought would hold up. I thought it'd be a runoff, um, you know, and then and I thought Nate would be the guy to do it. He was second to last off the dock. He goes down early and suddenly I was like, oh my God, you know, this is, this is real. I, I could win a world championships here. Then it was Brando Caruso. He's out the last year. And again, you know, Brando, as we've seen this year, he's an incredibly strong skier, but he, back then he was a guy that, that was streaky in that he could just go and get a huge score out of nowhere. And he's, he's a pretty headstrong guy. So I was really nervous. I remember thinking at that time, this is the biggest part of my life and I'm not even, I'm not even involved in it. I'm just watching. I'm a spectator. So, um, you know, kind of the same thing with Joel. Like it, it was just like, I, I don't have any control of what's going on. Right? And I'm, I'm, I'm so on the edge and so close, but I, you know, I, it, 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 being honest, I mean, you know, as competitors, you don't want you to be you ski against to, to, to go better than you. And I, did, I was still thinking, come on, come on, Joel, don't do this. Don't do this to me. Um, but I mean, pure bliss, you know, I, it was an, an huge relief. And I, you know, in the interview with Wade, I, like every five words I had, I, I was like fading in and out of, of like the realization that, that it had actually um, happened. And, and every, you know, every decision I've made this year. Um, and I mean, I could tell you some really stupid ones. You, I, I bought a gold watch at the, I'm, I'm in the world this year. Like I bought a stupid gold Casio. Because every time I look at my watch, mm-hmm. winning, I bought it on January 1st. You know, like this it's been that sort of like every decision has been based on the world championship. And then and I'm, I'm standing over Wade and I'm like, and I don't, I don't have to think ahead anymore. Like this is, it's done. And, and, and I did what I set out to do. Um, and it's just a dream. It really is a dream. Certainly, certainly. So then, so then you, so then another set of emotions creeps in uh, the, uh, the podium where you get to say, uh, God save old sausage fingers. <laughs> no, I, I wish we had a different song. I wish we had "I Vow to Thee, My Country" or "Jerusalem" or something. I'd love to have to have Jerusalem there instead of uh, instead of um, "God Save the King" or whatever it is. But uh, you know, but there you go. I mean, I'm, like, like I told you before, I'm not an anti-monarchist. I don't don't like Charles particularly, and I think that um, there are better songs out there. But you know, hey, it, I, I'm, I'm I'm happy to hear I'm happy to hear that song if it means that I'm standing on top of the podium. Very happy to hear it. Indeed, indeed. Obviously. Obviously, during the court during the course of the today's uh, action on that day, there are a lot of con- controversy with the with the switching of the events. You obviously you obviously uh, heard one or two of the comments uh, by the by by the jumpers themselves. You know, uh, criti- criticizing the decision to go forward. Uh, from from your point of view, you probably have a slightly different opinion, but. Uh, uh, do you do you have any any comments on on that and 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 how it was how it was handled and that kind of stuff? Well, I mean, I think it could have been made. The decision could have been made earlier. It's like anything. I mean, you, it's like well, the decision the decision for the men's slalom to ski into the glare. I, I saw it coming on Monday, and and made a point to my team captain to talk about it 
you know, because the weather was so bad on Thursday, it seemed obvious that the women's uh, jump was going to be cancelled. So, you know, my, my complaints would be that these decisions, if they're going to have to be made, then make them early. Having said that, when it comes to the jump, you know, I think that if the, you know, when, when Ali Nicholson, uh, when Manon uh, skied and when I did my first two pass, I think that was, my, when fortunately got better for me. But I mean, those, those were, if, if people would have been jumping in those conditions, I think it would have been extraordinarily dangerous. So I think the right decision was made for the safety of the jumpers. And, you know, I did see that this fan was going to be men's slalom. It was only going to be worse and worse as the day went on. Um, and on average, the, 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 the conditions for men's slalom was very, very tough. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I do think scheduling is hard, especially with weather, but we do have weather forecasts. I think people should tend to, it's always a good idea to, to look at weather forecast and, and, and be flexible with the schedule. And to have you know a plan a plan B as much as a plan A and maybe yeah. a plan C. Um, yes. So I mean I, I understand the frustrations of the skiers. You you know you train two years for this and then it gets changed at the last minute. And I mean I only I only heard that I wasn't going to ski at like I, I had it in my mind I was going to ski at midday or whatever it was right. Yeah. Uh, that, because that's that was the original schedule. So then I then I go to um, uh, and then I get a text that sort of you know um, eight thirty at night or whatever from someone from a from a competitor not 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 a team captain because the team cap my team captain hadn't been called he'd been texted and he hadn't seen his text so like it just seemed like um it could have been communicated earlier seen further ahead um and you know that, that then then i had to i mean it sounds ridiculous but like you, you sit on the side of a lake all day for another three hours and i didn't ski till about i don't know 2.30 let's say and so I had to have lunch before so it changed my whole like you know when you have lunch you want to wake up early I don't know it's um I don't but I also do think it's good that like I know I know that uh, the powers that be don't necessarily like it that, that skiers have an opinion on these things um because they just want to you know be able to sort of uh not have any backwash let's say but I I, I, I like that people are talking about it and I think that uh my my problem I think in the past with issues in water skiing is that issues happen they're not talked about and then they happen again and frankly let's say you know men's slalom at the last world championship uh was the exact same situation skiing straight into the sun at uh, you know 6 30 at night well fortunately there was a cloud or two then but it wasn't rectified for this year uh, yeah. it, you know we it was very clear to see what was going to happen if the women's slalom got put in ahead so i think that you know the more this is discussed um you know, it shouldn't have to come from the skiers that there's that there is a, a finger pointed at what's going wrong. It should be noticed by by those uh, not, not in a competitive role um, that are organising these things. Um, but I I also think that that doesn't always happen. And um, you know, when pointing a finger at a, a, a controversy actually uh, allows for uh, steps to be taken for it not to happen again. Versus it's not always just destructive. It can be constructive. And I think that was certainly my aim when I had a chat with Wade after the first round saying that just, it just, it sucks that that had to happen. And I think that that was probably the aim of, um, of, the, of a couple of people that had a, a, a word or two after the jump, uh, after they jumped or before they jumped. Um, I did hear a rumor that there was a talk of a disqualification for one of the jumpers, uh, because he spoke his mind and, um, wow. You know, it's just, just I just think that's disappointing, isn't it? I mean, you yeah. know, it just seems it seems it seems that there's a there's a, a an urge to control everything when um, at the end of the day, sh- people should be allowed to have an opinion. Indeed, indeed. Now, 
you're over there in India. Uh, I'm here in Zachary, Louisiana, and there are a few a few more competitors that are competing in the Pan Am Games. Uh, I mean, probably a, a, a tournament that you don't really really focus in on, or or or, or even or, or or even hear about, or do do too much, uh, or analyze too much on that. But uh, well, uh, I mean, I mean, some of the early results that have come out have been pretty been pretty impressive, you know. And uh, I, I don't uh, have have you seen any of the results in the Pan Am Games uh, so far? I, Tony, I can promise you that it has not been my focus. I, I you know, as far as I was concerned. Uh, water skiing for 2023 finished on the 15th of October. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's you know, fine. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, ju- I'm just I'm just curious as to whether whether you keep an eye on stuff of like know it know if they even though you might not be directly a part of the action always always keep an keep an ear to the ground and uh, and, and see what's going on. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think the the times I've been injured. Uh, in the past, and I've you know I've had an injury here or there, and you know, I've you know fairly significant one in 2016 where I was kept out of like five or six tournaments. That was like really tough because I, I felt like I should be there and be competitive. But I mean, I, the thing the thing is, I've always been a big fan of water skiing, I but I also don't necessarily believe in this, um, you know, being part of these these big games. Because I think I think it's just I think I think I think it's the IOC holding a um, a carrot in front of water skiing that's just never going to be. Um, never going to be achieved. You know, there's the, they're never going to be part of the Olympics. I don't think there's in- infrastructure in place for us to be part of the Olympics. So I just think it's, I don't, I don't care to follow that particularly. Um, I also think that, I mean, I don't think this is any surprise to anyone, but I believe that that pro water skiing is the future of of, uh, of, of water skiing. And um, you know, as much as I'm desperately happy to be a two-time world champion, um, it's been my dream my whole life. I think that in the in at the end. Um, if water skiing is going to be something that can allow people to um, make a living from and and have a huge spectatorship from around the world, it's not going to be you know one-off tournaments here and there. It's it's a whole tour, um, and ultimately uh, the Formula One series is the one the person who wins that is the world champion. So uh-huh. it's like it's like I said to like I said to uh, uh, to, to Wade. I, don't, I haven't been the best skier in the world this year. I, 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 that's, but I do think I've been the second best in in my class, in my you know men's slalom. Um, so in some ways, that's an injustice to the person that has been the best skier in the world. Yeah. That I'm I'm I've moved up a spot. Um, so I you know and and if there was every chance, if, if if I'd have skied five minutes earlier and I had the wind of my first two passes on on my last two passes, uh, I would have. I, I'm certain I wouldn't have run 10.75. I mean, I was laughing after after my 12 meter pass, after my second pass, literally laughing, going, "This is just a joke." And and so you know, conditions do play a part in these things. But I think that you know, ultimately, best skier is is decided over the course of a season. And do I, th- you know, the Pan Am Games is is very far down the list of things that I would care about in terms of water skiing. Um, yeah, yeah. I figured I'd, I'd figured I'd ask anyway, just just to get your views on that. So. Uh... Well, you know, I'll give one, Tony. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's why I asked. Anyway, so so let so do you have an eye to next season uh, at this point? Or, or I mean, I mean, I mean, you've seen the movie, haven't you? Where uh, a rush, right? The the one that chronicles James Hunt and Nikki Lauda. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You've seen that movie, James, James Hunt, hero of mine. <laughs> yeah. So that much of a hero? Do you take? Do you take? 
his approach of like, it's the end of the season, I'm going to enjoy myself, celebrate it up? Or do you take the view of Nicky Lauda, who's already looking forward to developing the car for next season or that, or that kind of stuff? What I know about myself is that I can't be intense 365 days of the year. So I need to take time away. And that's what I'm going to do now. And I also, you know, what, what I know as well is that at the end of last season, um, I took two and a half months away from water skiing. I, had, I mean, my shoulder was in pretty bad shape. I had this, this nerve thing that they managed to finally figure out, um, you know, not so early, you know, mid, mid, mid to end of January this year uh, in terms of diagnosis and then sort of, you know, and, not, and then was like, hey, you know, go ahead and try and we'll see how it goes. And unfortunately, it's, it's gone well. My, um, I then, you know, having had taken basically close to three months off, I then had my best season ever. So um, I know, my, you know, that I, I need to have time away in order to be fully on for the, for the time on. Um, I don't think I need to make any, um, you know, equipment changes or anything like that. Like, you know, I've got, I think I've got the best year of my career. Um, it's, it's, I, I truly do love it, um, that the Neo 2. And um, I think my boot setup's good and, and, and I kind of, you know, I, I, I certainly have stuff to work on technically, and I think that's been a big part of why I've been seen on more podiums this year than, than maybe previously. And I think I've got a, a few uh, levers to pull in terms of improving my technique. But I don't think that I'm... Yeah, no, I need to, I need to step away from water skiing for a little bit because otherwise I'll, I'll, I'll get very burnt out with it. And I think that, you know, that same thing. Like, after, after um, you know, we had our sort of mid-season break in... Uh, you know, in, in mid July to, to mid August. And I definitely took some time away there and spent time with my friends outside of skiing. I didn't think about water skiing that much. It's always there, but I, you know, I, I didn't think about it in the same way that I do when, when it's intense. And, and, and then I came back and I, and I, I, the last five tournaments a year, I came second, 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 first, first. Um, so, you know, that, that seems to be something that works for me is, you know, take, take a bit of a mental break so that I can go like full on intense and, and, you know, sort of psycho for it. Uh, you know, it, when when the time comes i know you keep your ear fairly close to the ground so far as what events are coming up and uh, maybe uh, maybe what's uh, on the horizon for uh, for 2024 uh from from what i understand uh, uh, miami is back uh, uh, t- uh I, I also believe that hilltop is back on this on on the schedule i mean i don't have it in front of me and it's not by no means confirmed but uh, it's an encouraging sign going forward that uh, that there are that there are still the existing events such as Caiaphas and San Gervasio and Botas and, and 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 all of those events that are still on the Canada but with the addition of a few more it uh, it it definitely spices up the season going forward huh well I think it was very sad this year for Hilltop not to be a part of it and you know I, I don't begrudge anyone not wanting to put on a tournament they're very hard you don't make any money and you, you you have to well you have to come up with a lot of money and there's a huge amount of work that goes into it and and so that that was a shame for this year um without putting any blame on anyone i'm very grateful for every tournament we have so, but i am extremely happy to, to you know that hilltop is trying to figure out how to come back and and you know the the danger we have at the moment which is kind of a, in some ways a, a good thing is that we don't have enough weekends so you've got all these yeah. you're like and what and what's so great is we have all these tournaments there's you know there's another one in england trying to get things together and um there's a few you know a few here and there that, and they're trying to fighting over these weekends and that's that's a good problem that's a good problem to have for us skiers it gives us options Indeed, um, and then, and there's you know any any situation where it's like look at the competition men's arm it's just gone gone up and up and up 
there's more people who can run big scores, so the scores go up, right? Well, the same for us competitors. The, the more uh, competitions pushing for to, to get these weekends, then you know the prize money goes up. Um, you know, more skiers turn up. It's better for the audience. Uh, it's better for everyone. It's 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 win win win. Um, so, yeah, I'm I. The schedule is it's getting quite tight, um, but I I really like the cadence of it this year to have. You know, intense start of the well, start Moonbow then a month or two off. It would be nice to have a few more around Moonbow. That would, I think, would be my my choice would be to have, you know, the next week after Moonbow have maybe another one in Australia or New Zealand or I don't know Dubai or something like that. Have a little tour there and then have, you know, Swiss and then, I mean, I I don't think I need to explain my thoughts on the Masters qualifiers. I think I, oh, I yeah, I think that's much. well um, documented. Well, yeah, just just because I think that those those weekends would be better for skiers to earn money instead of have, instead of guaranteed to be locked to losing money. You know what I mean? I, it's it, it's 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 one thing going to a pro tournament and, and skiing badly and losing money, but if you're going to a tournament to, to to enter another tournament, you're ending up making spending a lot of money to try and enter a tournament which which you know it's 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 hard to get into anyway. So fortunately, I'm already qualified, um, which is nice. So, um, you've got a ticket yeah, for then, two years, haven't you? You got, uh, you got this coming year and the one after because you're world champion, right? I don't think they go with that anymore. They don't. Um, okay. I don't, I don't think, well, I, I don't think world champion gets in. It's just, it's, I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I think I heard that fairly recently. Um, I think you have to be master champion and a handful of the champion, at a handful of tournaments, but I'm not sure. Um, either way, I'll, I'll, I'll try and get in, um, for 2020, five um but yeah i think the cadence works pretty well i mean I, I i would change the month of may a little bit to have a few more pro tournaments in there and you know have have you know if master wants to take qualifiers take it from tournaments in may where you know it's kind of it's where, people, where skiers can kind of you know make money in front of the cameras the swiss pro for would be a good example right i mean everyone watches that event it's a, it's a it's a nautique tournament it's it's always got huge scores and everyone turns up but it's not a qualifier for the masters and i i, I kind of yeah. Don't I don't necessarily understand that because then there's a tournament at like a random you know like a, a good ski school but there's but no one's watching uh, the following week and that and that but that doesn't that that counts and Swiss doesn't I don't which I don't understand mm-hmm. but anyway um no I don't make the rules or, or or make those decisions and I you know hopefully they can change I think I think that that would be a big change that basically every one of the people I ski with, um, men and women, Salem, Trick, and well, Salem and Jump, I think Trick's less so because they don't really have any, that many professional events, um, would be would be happier with. That's just, I mean, that's all we hear. When, when people talk about it, everyone goes, well, you know, we don't, I don't know those qualifiers, but anyway. Um, but yeah, we're, we're tight on weekends for those for the tournaments that you mentioned, and, and you know, it, ideally they all, they all get in, and, and, that, and it can be organized. I think, you know, it's good people working on that. All right then. So uh, we'll round off uh, this uh, this podcast a little bit. I'm talking to uh, to Freddie Winter, who's uh, who's in India right now. If, if you could probably hear the sounds in the backgrounds, the crowds, and the tuk tucks, you know, and the horn, the horns beeping in the in the background. So, what game are you heading over to this this evening, or is that tomorrow evening? Well, I, yeah, I'm I'm figuring out if I get a 21 hour train leaving tomorrow at eight o'clock. Oh um, my word! Or, 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 or if I, or if I get a flight more in the middle of the day, but uh, I think the the proper way would be to get the train. Yes. Um, yeah, but you can get a you can get a bed and that sort of thing. I'm just I was just when you called, I was sort of looking at my phone trying to figure it out, but I'll get there. And uh, so the next match or the first match that I'm going to be going to is England versus Sri Lanka. That's in Bangalore or Bengaluru. Bangalore. On um, yeah, on Thursday, it's Thursday two o'clock local time. So that's pretty exciting. 
and then um then what have i got after that then i'm going to see new zealand versus africa i'm seeing us yeah like, and then australia um, the one i'm really excited for is australia versus england because as as uh, we as brits know the the australians are always cheating in sport so um you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to forward that to joel howley yeah, no, he's all right. But well, let's say Australian cricketers, the cricketers are shocking. I mean, what they did in England this year was embarrassing. And um, and I'm really excited to give it to them. We'll probably lose to them because we're playing so badly at the moment. But I, I'm, I'd be with, I'm, I'm hoping there'll be a lot of Brits out there, a lot of English people. And I'll have a beer with them. And, and um, I'm, I'm really excited for that one. All right then, and try not to uh, not not get into any altercations or anything like that. You know, I'm sure. no, all, all all good, all good natured. I think. Indeed, um, indeed, it is. Yeah. All right, then. That was my conversation with uh, with Freddie Winter. Once again, congratulating you on your second uh, World Slalom title. Uh, anything else you want to say in closing? No. Well, I mean, just thank you, thank you for what you guys did. I think, I think probably uh, we can say it was the best webcast ever. Was the World Championships? I mean, it's mm-hmm. by viewership, and I mean, just it was just a. It was great, and the whole season was amazing. Um, we're so lucky to have TWBC, and, and um, you know, you guys are. It's well known. Everyone says, if if it's not TWBC, I'm not bloody watching it, which is pretty cool, right? <laughs> you, you guys are doing a good job. <laughs> I hear that. I hear it all the time. It always makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah, and in, indeed, indeed. So uh, you go ahead. You enjoy the off season. And uh, that was my conversation with uh, Freddie Winter. Uh, another episode of the TWBC podcast uh, will be will be coming up uh, relatively soon. So, uh, as I, as I typically say, uh, I, I, d- I don't know how to say it in Indian or anything, but I mean, I'll just say uh, ciao for now. Cheers, Tony. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast.